This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumutu Trust. And you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> And a massive kia ora to each and every one of you. Welcome to uh, the Polyhood Show, Plains FM. Uh, whatever corner of this globe uh, you're tuning in from, would like to welcome you in. Thanks for here to take you into the weekend. Seva, how have you been, brother? I'm good. I can't say the same for people in my team, though, who have been uh, struck down by the flu or the mm. cold. Uh, a lot of people away in, yeah. in, in our team at work there's only out of a team of let's say 20 something mm. there's about five of us <laughs> in oh, the wow. office at the moment not good that's not crazy good. especially because uh, it's been getting really cold uh, I work night shift so if you notice Windows had that little update where it it's like oh cool it tells you what the weather is outside or how hot it is oh Windows the, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on your computer and yeah. uh, when I finish work at like 2, 3 in the morning 3, 4 in the morning uh, it's like negative 3 negative 4 <laughs> and you go outside and you're like ugh so yeah I can understand why a lot of people are getting sick out there so uh, do make sure you keep yourselves warm it's uh, not a good thing being sick and yeah especially when you have work and you yeah, and it, and to stay home when you're sick because it spreads it. Some people came to work sick, and mm. now more people have gone home sick. The sickness just Selfish. Went, went into the ventilation and just like spread itself around. If you're sick, do yourself a favour, take your sick days. Oh, when oh. does that come in? I don't know. I was just gonna say, take your sick days and have have your days off, but then go get a COVID test. And then, like, you have to take a mandatory stand-down period that, wow. like, doesn't get taken off your sick pay, I, I, I think. Wow. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Nah, Strats. don't do it. Strats. <laughs> Strategy. Strategies from my brother Joseph. Did that. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I did not do that. On to Upu of the Week. Today's Upu Sam. Is Ao, uh, which is the Samoan word for team. Um, Ao can also mean, like, handle... But uh, in this context, uh, Ao is used for teams. So, you know, uh, my favourite Ao, my favourite team is the Crusaders. It's the Crusaders? Yeah. Uh, who's your favourite Ao, Joe? My favourite Ao? Yeah, probably the the Crusaders. If we talk international, though, mm. international rugby, I'd say probably Ireland. Mm. I would love to say Samoa, but the state of rugby in Samoa is just not theory. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they've just started rebuilding. Oh, they did win against Tonga. But yeah, the Pacific Nations still have a long way to go when it comes to international rugby. And mm. especially with uh, a lot of their players being held in Europe. Due uh, to yeah. travel restrictions. And contracts and that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Contracted rugby players. And there's been a big massive call like, once again in regards to player eligibility. But we hear this every year, mm. every World every Cup. Year. Every time the Pacific Islands play, and like nothing's going to change. Well, nothing seems to change anyway. No. Uh, and that's, we were just talking about it the other day where 
Uh, Tonga did lose to New Zealand 100 and something to nil. Yeah, and it was the exact same scoreline as it was for Tonga and New Zealand, like, how long ago? 20 years ago. The same scoreline. The same scoreline. <laughs> it was the same scoreline between the two, showing no change, no... Yeah, nothing really happened in between. The, in those 20 years, nothing happened. No. And resulting in the same scoreline of Tonga getting thrashed by by New Zealand. Yeah. That's not New Zealand's fault, but yeah. <clears throat> it's the it's world rugby just haven't done anything to yeah. support Pacific Island nations. <laughs> on, a, uh, on a lighter note, Dante and I, uh, Elizabeth Kalamoira, is, yeah. is a friend of ours who... Yeah has just started her own podcast here on Plains FM. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, and she had Dante and I speak yeah. on her sh- podcast about uh, the Pacific People's Trust, which is a newly formed trust created last week by Dante and myself. We have uh, a board, but we were founding members, and we want to basically let everyone know that we're here, and now we will be putting together programs. The p- purpose of the Pacific People's Trust is putting together programs to help for social well-being of Pacifica people in Christchurch, wider Canterbury. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the current situation of COVID in Fiji, which is quite unfortunate at the moment, yeah. as well as the mixing. There was a bit of a, a talking point <coughs> for the Fiji versus New Zealand game. Mm. The New Zealand All Blacks, where the Fijian team were supposed to wear vaccinate Fiji on their rugby jersey, and ultimately came out with just plain plain jerseys, no no um, slogan on there. And we're going to be talking about you know mixing of politics and sports and why that didn't happen. Join us for that chat after this. Are you interested in taking part in or learning more about Pacifica crafting? Join the Island Breeze Social Club each Tuesday afternoon. Call the friendly staff at Tangata Atumutu Trust on 0800 727 434 for further details or to arrange for a pickup. All right, so today's topic, we are just going to talk about, we're going to just openly discuss Fiji's current situation, the numbers Mm. of COVID cases over there, because it's a really big problem in Fiji at the moment. And stemming from that, we're going to talk about how Fiji's rugby team that were to play the All Blacks uh, were supposed to wear vaccinate Fiji on on their jerseys, on their player jerseys. That didn't happen. They ran out and it was just plain. And straight away there were comments all over Facebook, social media, uh, what happened to the jerseys kind of things. But first, Mm. we need to talk about Fiji and its current state. As of today, now Fiji has reported 647 new cases of COVID-19 and one more death in in this 24-hour period. And the health ministry have announced that, unfortunately, a 50-year-old man from, forgive me if I say this wrong, Delay Vale Levu has died at home from COVID. So he was the person that unfortunately passed away, rest in peace. And the family is currently reporting that their family member that passed away was only sick for a week. So it's, yeah, so you have cases that last for a while and people recover yeah. will recover from. This man, slightly older, 58, had it only for a week mm. and passed away. So he actually, yeah, 58 and passed away. Yeah, unfortunate. But Sam, you've got uh, some numbers there 
to give us a bit of a breakdown? Yeah, so these numbers, uh, as of uh, the 13th of July, a couple of days ago, uh, in Fiji, there are 647 new cases in isolation. They have 9,725 active cases in isolation. Uh, almost 12,000 cases recorded during the current outbreak. Uh, the total number of recoveries uh, sitting at 230. And uh, since the first case on the 19th of March 2020, they've had 12,032. So just a little over 12K there. Um, overall, they've had 2,221 recoveries and 59 recorded deaths. Mm. 59 reported deaths, 2,221 mm. recoveries since since the 19th of March. And as you're saying there, since COVID, since the first case of COVID, mm. there's 12,032 up until today. That's right? quite a lot, eh? of people in Fiji who have yeah. COVID. Uh, and during the current outbreak, 11,962 of that 12 are uh, from the current outbreak. Oh, wow. So, like... Um, yeah. That's quite a huge number just for the Just current. for the current one. Yeah. So they're doing really well since last year, in between COVID last year and the current outbreak. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, and to break it down further, as you are saying, 647 cases are in isolation. Uh, oh, oh uh, new cases mm. are in isolation. And at the moment, in there is uh, just over 9K. Mm. Those stats are quite heavy for an island nation. Yeah. You know, um, if you think about uh, 647 new isolation cases in New Zealand, you know, New Zealand has the infrastructure to handle, handle that. that. But... Um, a small island nation like Fiji uh, might do, but yeah, they'll it'll be stretching their uh, their uh, limits. You just imagine six hundred in Samoa. I don't even know like a like a hotel that sits that many people. Yeah, mm. uh, they're not even they're not equipped. Samoa's mm. Samoa doesn't even have a proper jail. No, it doesn't. Mm. The um, convicts just walk out of there if they want. Yeah, I think. Remember how um, COVID last year? If you were re- if you returned to Samoa, you had to do two weeks in isolation. Mm-hmm. But you're isolating with everyone else, like in like a massive dorm sort of thing. Yeah. It wasn't like isolation here in New Zealand where you, everyone you know, separated. Separated, yeah. Over mm. there, it was like they had to make do with what they had. There were no like hotels that could accommodate you know the hundreds of people returning back to Samoa, so they all had to isolate in the one sort of. Dorm, dormitory, I think. Yeah. Mm. So those numbers from Fiji and mm. currently, there is a massive fight to try get Fiji vaccinated, mm. to give them a chance to fight against COVID, and there is a big push uh, to get the vaccine out there and for people to get it. Apparently, like there's a huge, there was a good amount of people that took the first jab, mm. and then almost not even a quarter of those people came back for the second jab. You need the two jabs to be fully vaccinated. Uh, because Fiji Rugby, the Sevens, they're world champions, and now the Fifteens that went to take on the All Blacks a couple of weeks ago, yeah. uh, we're about to go out. The chief executive of Fiji Rugby, John O'Connor, said that the Flying Fijians will take the field wearing a kit bearing the words, Vaccinate Fiji. Mm. Uh, and as we were saying before, they didn't come out. So the whole, the whole thing about that 
is because Fiji is so into their rugby, if yeah. they get their rugby players to push it, then, you know, the youth, yeah. parents would feel feel safe to do that vaccination. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, what's your feelings around that, especially when the coach, who is a Kiwi, Fiji's coach, mm. Vern Cotter, said players weren't properly consulted about the juicies. And, yeah, so he said, as you can imagine, it's a delicate subject for some. So it was probably better to just have a clean juicy at this stage and spend some time on how we best want to communicate on this matter and how comfortable the players are in communicating it. So Yeah, it's... Very delicate situation. Um, I feel like maybe people in the, the squad itself, because they weren't notified until you know days late, days mm. before, um, that they were going to vaccinate Fiji. So you can imagine if I'm pretty sure if the team were all for it, that they would all have been good running out wearing it, mm-hmm. because the decision to have vaccinate Fiji on your jersey would have been made by you know the managers in that or the ones above. So. Um, it sounds like a definite pushback from probably maybe the players, but uh, also touching on like, um, is it fair to use sports as like a platform for these sorts of things, you know? To um, push it, yeah. Yeah, to push it. Um, I don't yes. think I would have had an issue with it, but yeah, I can see why um, it would. Sort of Why they're desperate to do it? Yeah, yeah, because of the numbers. Yeah, because of because of the numbers, and uh, they're pushed to get everyone vaccinated. But yeah, it's even now. I'm sort of like, oh, touchy subject. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Do they? And then if they do, does it open up like a like a, a doorway to put other things on jerseys? Exactly. Like. No, good enough. <laughs> but uh, O'Connor, the, rug, the Fiji rugby CEO, said, We have listened to the concerns raised by some members of the squad regarding the message and the perspectives that individuals have different choices when it comes to vaccination. So to me, that sounds like, you know, the team, some of the team members weren't on board with that. Yeah. Uh, and it's like that would be unfair for them to wear a, a message that they didn't support and that stems from quite a lot of things in Fiji at the moment so the reason why a lot of Fijians haven't taken and a lot of people across the world this is mm. not just isolated in Fiji but a lot of people there's a lot of misinformation out there yeah. that says the vaccines are microchips or the vaccines got the virus in there for population control. Bill Gates has got a secret thing in the vaccine that will make you buy Windows laptops should you (laughs) later on in the future. Yeah, a bit of scaremongering going on about vaccines. Yeah, that's the thing with the media is that they always um, focus on like the real negative stuff. Mm -hmm. Even if it's, you know... um, Because obviously... With every vaccine, there's going to be some people that have um, like a negative, like a, a bad reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no vaccine that's like 100% proof across the board. Every vaccine, there's um, that's why when you go and get like you know your your flu shot or your you know your vac- vaccinated against is it meningococcal that we meningococcal have, yeah meningococcal like you have those vaccines those us are you allergic to something you blah 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 because there have been people that um 
react differently to the vaccine. Or so, yeah, it's it's those cases that are propping up with the COVID cases that our media are, are focusing on. Even myself, like I see them all the time mm. in the States. You know, people coming up, oh, I got my COVID case and now um, I can't feel half my face. Or that's like a group of people against like the thousands of people they got um, vaccinated. You've got to do your research. And it's what me and Joe always push here um, about doing your own research. Don't just take one source. Go through like multiple sources. Because you, know, you hear one thing on the news and then you take that as as law, then you, you're always going to be, I don't know, living in fear maybe. Yeah, the just the misinformation around the vaccine, mm. like you'll find that from people who... Probably, like, health professionals, the people that study this and who work with patients, most of them are going to say take the vaccine. Uh, yeah. But, like, you'll find the odd article from somewhere on the internet. you find the odd person speaking about controversy yeah. around it. But, like, you you got to do your, yeah. your research. Get this, there are people out there that believe the earth is flat. <laughs> that are sharing that information. Yeah. <laughs> I will share another quote taken from just from social media. And this person said, Some of the players just refuse to, and rightfully so. Not that they are anti-vax, but they're rugby players, not public health advocates or puppets of, of political di- dictatorship. Mm. Fair enough, I reckon. And they played bloody good rugby at the end of the day. So let's just have them be rugby players. Yeah, at the end of the day. They're, just, they're, they're rugby players. They're there to play the All Blacks. How do you feel if at your job, you're told, "Sweet, you're gonna have vaccinate on your on your shirt, on your jersey." Mm. Imagine McDonald's. You're like, "Sweet, we're gonna roll out, and all your uniforms are gonna have vaccinated on the front." Yeah. You know, even though you might be for vaccination, you know, might also be like, uh, "I don't feel like I want to have that on my jersey or on my my work shirt." Because mm. that, that that comment there it boils all the way back to they are just working. Yeah. They're at their job and it's to play rugby. If your job is to play a sport, then yeah. Yeah. Don't look at it any different to, you know, my job is to, you know, work it as a um an evening duty manager. Yeah. There was yeah, like if I was to break it from personal experience, like, uh, I had a kickboxing fight where my coach who used to he used to work in the alcohol mm. sector selling it. Mm. Uh, he managed to pull together a sponsorship for this fight so I had to walk out with a new fight fight kit with the alcohol on it and he would too mm. and they'll kit out our team with the alcohol branding mm. on there but uh, the thing is I, I'm uncomfortable with alcohol and mm. I like it was it was good money for one fight yeah. <laughs> and I was just like uh, to my coach I said yeah I don't really stand by alcohol and and what it does to to people, yeah. and especially Pacific Islanders, we've abused it. It's yeah. abused us. Like I don't, uh, I'm not comfortable coming out to this. Mm. And my coach was so good about it. He was like, "Oh, nah, that's fair enough, of course." Mm. Uh, and I was pretty happy with myself to stand up because normally, like, sometimes I'm pretty passive on that stuff. If my coach says I have to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, in terms of when it comes to fighting. Yeah, and he came with that sponsorship, and he's pretty happy about the money that was offered to us yeah. for that fight. And I was like, "Oh, nah, I won't do it. I don't stand by that message yeah. of alcohol. It wasn't a message or anything. It was just to the branding, just the branding." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's good. Mm. Just like yeah. um, oh, we talk about like um, 
uh, it was like a, on a on a huge on a totally different scale. It was like Muhammad Ali did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know who Muhammad Ali is, um, one of the world's greatest boxers, but he um, when the Vietnam War was on, uh, all the people in the states, all the males were supposed to be drafted, and um, he didn't stand by that message. He didn't, he didn't want to go to another country to fight for against foreign people when he believed um, that they weren't even fought for his own rights back in his own country. Mm-hmm. So it was, um, I think the Boxing Federation, they said, or oh, then you got to give up your, your championship belt. Yeah. And he said, take it, yeah. you know? So yeah, always stand up for what you believe in, um, as Joe did. Yeah. Uh, always stand up for what you believe in. And um, if you have, uh, you know, your own set of morals and stuff, then it's always good. Mm. So yeah, as those players in Fiji were, they didn't want to wear the vaccinate Fiji mm. on their jerseys. It was still um, on the boards messaging around the, yeah. you know, how they got the side sideline yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, that was still there. Yeah. But I reckon it was a good choice because yeah. where are you going to stop with pushing political messages on yeah, the sports teams exactly, yeah. uh, for that? Yes. Um, thanks for joining us for this convo. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. But yes, good. Uh, we wish Fiji all the best mm. for um, their fight against COVID at the moment. Well done to Fiji. That was a really good score against the All Blacks. It was, yeah. Yeah, that's like an, a Wallabies versus All Blacks score. Yeah, if someone <laughs> ever got a score like that, I'd be so I'd be happy. happy. Yeah. <laughs> so happy. Yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, let's say there was like 23 to 50 something. Yeah. That's, Awesome. Effort Can you imagine Fiji with like the proper tools? Yeah. You know, that would be amazing. Yeah, they would. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be back after this. To all our Matua out there who want to dance and get fit to Pacifica music, join our Siva Samu dance classes each Thursday at 11 a.m. Call the friendly staff at Tangata Atumotu Trust on 0800 727 434 for further details or to arrange for a pickup. I want to send a huge shout out to uh, producer Pete, who is currently feeling unwell at the moment. He's at home. Uh, he's yeah, but having he's feeling sick, is all I can say. So hopefully, uh, the brother Pete gets uh, better soon. Yeah, we're thinking about you, Pete. <laughs> yeah, Pete, if you're listening, uh, sure you a are. special shout out to you. We missed the little bits of information you put through the yeah. <laughs> through the headsets while we're talking. Uh, so yes, Pete, we wish you all the best. We hope you come back soon. We we actually, Plains of Humour said they haven't had any missing podcasts, so. <laughs> <laughs> we, Sad guy. Nah, that was Sam's joke, Pete. We apologise for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you missed this episode or any of our other episodes, you can download them from the Plains of Humour website or the Sam Sefer radio page. We'd like to thank Tangata Atamati Trust for sponsoring the show. As always, we want you to have an awesome weekend. Yes. Are you up to anything this weekend, Sam? Work. Work. Oh, yes. Yeah. But anyway, join us next week, 4 o'clock, same time, as well as you can join us for The Dose, Mondays. Pacifica Health and Wellbeing Information. But from Sam and I, have an awesome weekend. Pollywood. That was Pollyhood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atumotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 
or find us online at tat.org.nz.